The clock on St. Paul's Church was chiming the hour of ten as Marjorie went down the servant's steps into the basement of Mrs. Tong's brothel. She had not intended to arrive so late. Normally, she called the Temple of Venus during the day, when there were no customers and the courtesans were resting in their rooms in anticipation of a busy night ahead. Mrs. Tong's girls were generous, which was more than could be said for Mrs. Tong herself. They let Marjorie into their rooms and let her take away their discarded gowns, hats, gloves, anything they had finished with, in return for the fresh pastries and sweetmeats that Marjorie made herself. Tonight, Marjorie had brought candied pineapple and marzipan treats, sugar cakes and tiny Naples biscuits made of sponge and jam. She made her way up the back stairs to the boudoir on the first floor. The room was a riot of colour, silk cushions in purple and gold, red velvet curtains drawn against the night. The air was thick with chatter and the scent of perfume and candle wax. The girls were ready for their night's work, but they almost swooned with greed and delight when they saw Marjorie with her marketing basket. They ran to fetch scarves and gloves to trade for the cakes. "'Girls, girls!' Mrs. Tong bustled in with the air of a circus trainer rounding up her performing animals. "'The gentlemen are arriving!' The madam clapped her hands sharply. "'Miss Kitty, Lord Carver is asking for you.' Miss Martha tried to charm Lord Wilton this time. Miss Harriet, she permitted a small, chilly smile to touch her lips. The Duke of Tyne is very pleased with you. Mrs. Tong tweaked a neckline lower here and a hemline upward there, then sent her girls down to the salon. They left in a chatter of conversation and a cloud of perfume, waving farewell to Marjorie, licking the sugar from their fingers. Marjorie watched them flutter down the main staircase like a flock of brightly coloured birds of paradise. Accustomed to coming and going via the servants' passage, she had only once glimpsed the brothel's reception rooms. They had seemed lush and mysterious, a dangerous and different world, draped with bright silks and rich velvets, adorned with the prettiest and most skilful courtesans in London. The room emptied, the chatter died away. Mrs. Tong's dark, beady gaze passed over Marjorie dismissively, as if she was a trader who knew the price of everything and could see nothing worth her time. Marjorie knew what Mrs. Tong was thinking. She had seen that thought reflected in people's eyes for years. She was small and plain, a mouse of a creature, all shades of brown. No one ever wasted a second look on her. She was used to it, and she did not care. Good looks, Marjorie had often observed in her career in service, so often led to trouble. You'd best be on your way. Mrs. Tong popped one of Marjorie's marzipan treats into her mouth and blinked in ecstasy as the sugar melted on her tongue. Make sure you take the back stairs, she added sharply. The sugar had not sweetened her mood. I don't want any of the customers thinking you work for me. She caught the corner of a golden gown that was trailing from Marjorie's basket. Is that wasteful strumpet Kitty throwing this away? There's plenty more wear in it. She tugged and the gown fell to the floor in a waterfall of silk and lace. Go on, be off with you.
and leave those pineapple candies. No gown, no pineapple, Marjorie said firmly. Mrs. Tong rolled her eyes. She bundled the gown up and threw it at Marjorie, who caught it neatly. Mrs. Tong pounced on the packet of candies. I'll take the marzipan as well, she said, snatching it from the basket. Marjorie's last glimpse of Mrs. Tong as she closed the door and slipped out onto the landing was of the board slumped in a wing chair, wig askew, legs akimbo, stuffing sweetmeats into her painted face as though she were a starving woman. The landing was quiet and shadowed. The girls were downstairs now, plying their customers with wine and flirtatious conversation. No doubt Mrs. Tong would be joining them as soon as she had recovered from her excesses.